0: So, if you want to buy some great RPG products or get help bringing your own to fruition, head on over to monkeyblooddesign.co.uk and get in touch. Let Monkey Blood Design and Publishing help you to imagine, create, and play. and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about... Stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Beautiful day. There was something I was thinking about, and I wanted to talk about two different types of adventure creation. To me, there's there is plot-driven scenarios, and then there are adventures, and there's location-driven adventures or scenarios and each of them to me takes a little bit different tack on how you create them for instance if you're doing a say plot not plot but location driven scenarios are great for sandboxes because you've got one or two locations and if you're doing a point crawl or a hex crawl It works out good. This one's a little looser, but I'm going to talk about the plot driven first because I can, you know, it's pretty simple. You have a plot. You got to work out the plot. That's that's fine. I mean, you know, you just got to be able to make it flexible and not make it a railroad. And what you do is you figure out the beats of the plot before it gets to the table. After it gets to the table, it might change. But you figure out the beats of the plot You know, encounters, things like that. What's going on? Then you go in and say, okay, what are the locations? And a lot of times the plots will suggest locations. Like I'm doing a gangbusters game. There's a guy that the feds and the other authorities want to find. And I decided to make his apartment down by the docks in Rock Junction by the river. And so that's a location right there, the docks. So you might have a a hermitish wizard who lives in a cave. That suggests the mountains, the caves right there, hills. So what you do is you work out your plot, then you figure your locations, mo- NPCs, monsters, treasure, etc., etc., etc. Now, with a location-based scenario, what I would do would be have your one, two, or three locations flush them out a little bit. You don't have to do a whole lot. Say this is a fishing village over here, and this one's got mines over here. You don't have to give it much, just enough to give the players something to go on. Now, if you have two or three locations, you get to sprinkle plot hooks because plot hooks are undeveloped adventures, pretty much just to see which one they're going to bite and the nice thing about the plot hooks is you can keep them simple and if you want to do one or two things you can do it but just keep it like say one or two sentences and also in the two or three locations then you would lay out your npcs in each location and monsters so you've got all that in a an area you know However, big you want to make it. So, it would be easier for me to go ahead and plot the locations, and then you figure out who's there and what's going on in the location, aka plot hooks. You might have one might be a village over here, and one might be, like I said, a docks, one might be uh, a dungeon, you know, or a forest or something like that, and things like that. So that's how I would go about it. You know, keep it really simple. So you got your plots, you got your locations. And you just take those two tacks, and that should get you through most of your adventures and things, most of your planning. Because sometimes it's like, oh, I got a great idea for a plot. And I don't have any place to put it. So, either I'll look on my map that I've already made and put, where can I put it? But I've got the plot going on with the NPCs and stuff like that. Other times I'm going, hey, that's a neat area over there. That's a cool area over there. Look at that mountain pass. I ought to do something with that. Or oh, this, 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 this swamp. That's a neat place. I should do something with that. And then I will take it that way. So, it's nice to be flexible like that. Anyway, I gotta go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard@gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Keep those barking dogs happy. <laughs> I'd also like to thank my supporters: Jonathan Dorja Wendell, Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Soros, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Rodell, Jason. John Allen Large, Michael Tompkins, Randy Nichols, and Joe Harden. Thank you guys. Also, if you want to hear some good podcasts, there's Dan Griggs Jung, Y-U-N-G-Young Ragnar Podcast, Mark C. Walrings, The Yawning Albert Podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, Randy and Joe over at Biggest Geekus, and my friend Eric Tinker's Tavern Chat. So until I see you folks until I see you folks next time, I can spit it out. So I see you folks next time. Keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.